Welcome to Connect, the weekly podcast for the California MBA, featuring one-on-one interviews with movers and shakers in the mortgage industry. I'm Susan Malazzo, CEO of the California MBA, and I'm very happy that you can join us today. Before we get to today's guest, I'd like to thank our Connect podcast sponsor, Encelerate. Thanks, Susan, and thanks for listening. This is Josh Wren, CEO and founder of Incelerate. We're grateful for our partnership with the CMBA and are committed as a company to help lenders close more loans. We do this with our customer experience platform that has a CRM, lead management, marketing, automation, robust content library, desktop and mobile applications. We do this to help you engage and stay connected to your current borrowers, referral partners, past borrowers, and potential new ones. If you want to find out why we're the fastest growing CRM provider in the mortgage industry, please reach out to us and ask for a demo. Okay, thank you, Josh. I always appreciate your support. Uh, so with that, I'll turn it over to today's guest. I am very excited to be welcoming uh, one of my board members uh, and a good friend to today's podcast. Uh, welcome to Jennifer Shafterly, Director of Warehouse Lending at Western Alliance Bank. Good afternoon, Jennifer. Hi, Susan. Thanks for having me. Good. Yeah, I'm glad that this finally worked out and we talked about this for a while. Uh, so um, as I do with all the episodes, I'd like to uh, start off with a little background and uh, hear how the, you ended up in the mortgage business. Well, I think like a lot of people, there was no you know defined roadmap. I sort of fell into it. Um, I grew up in Colorado and I started in banking at US Bank. Um, I actually started in warehouse operations um, a few decades ago now. <laughs> it's hard to believe how long <laughs> it's been, but I actually started on the operations and credit side and did that for several years and then moved around a little bit. I didn't really know what I wanted to, to be when I grew up, but I took on a lot of different roles and responsibilities. I was at um, Aurora Loan Services Lehman Brothers for a while. I was at Countrywide um, Penny Mac. And then um, when I left Penny Mac, I went back into warehouse lending in a sales role at Comerica and was there for several years. And then um, I've been at Western Alliance for three years now. And I have to say of of all the things I've done in mortgage and everything I did was was great experience for what I do now. I really I really do love warehouse lending. It's uh, it's a great uh, great place for me. Yeah, yeah, great. And I've uh, been had the pleasure of knowing you through a couple of those uh, companies. So it's nice to uh, to still be working with you. Um, you know, because you have that long history in the mortgage industry. Um, you know, 2022 certainly not like the last couple of years that our residential lenders have experienced. Uh, it's definitely a tough year. What can you share? Uh, what would you recommend to a company to stay competitive in a market like this? I think what's most important is do what you know and just stick to, to what you know. Um, you know, a lot of clients have been through these cycles. And so they know that, you know, you, the important thing is they need to, they need to get to a break-even point and they need to, you know, figure out how to be profitable. And so sometimes, you know, that may or may not be the right time to go try to get into another origination channel or, or go deep into things you haven't done in the past. Um, there's certainly opportunities to do that, but I think right now the most important thing is, you know, stick to what you know, what you're, what you're good at, you know, find that, that right place to be. And then maybe, you know, planning projections, um, knowing exactly what that expense is going to look like and what the short-term cost is for the long-term gain is, is most important. I think this year has been, you know, 
particularly challenging just because it's been such a dramatic drop. And so I, I told people a few times, I feel like we're sort of like the weather now, it's all extremes. Like we've gone up super yeah. fast and then we dropped down super fast. Um, it'll come back, we'll find that, that normal place. But for right now, I think it's just most people know they know how the business works. They know what they're good at, but just stay focused on that and don't try to go too broad and, and jump into a lot of different endeavors that may be quite expensive and, and take a long time to pay off. Just, you know, break even is not a terrible place to be this year. Everybody has done well the last couple of years. And so if you can find a good yeah. place or at least know, you know, know what your your numbers look like for the remainder of the year. And if, if you're okay, you know, sticking to that, knowing where you'll be at the end of the year, that's key. You just can't, just don't ignore it. I guess that's awesome. Right. Pay pay attention to what your environment, pay attention to what's happening around you. And it's, yeah. it is that you're right. It's not necessarily that it's a, a drop in the market. It's the, it's how rapid it was. It's the, it's the, you know, kind of falling off the cliff rather than a slow descent, you know, and uh, different than the financial crisis in so many ways, but you know, it's caught, it's, even though we kind of all knew quote unquote it was coming it did uh it did leave some flat footed so and everybody's making you know making those adjustments this year mm -hmm. i would say so aside from you know trying to hit uh at least a break even this year what are your customers sharing with you as far as their priorities for the balance of 2022 i think the the hardest thing for people has been we haven't really figured out where the bottom is yet and so you know, I think everybody is doing such an amazing job of trying to plan ahead, trying to be thoughtful, trying to make sure they're in a good position. You know, the, the volume has just dropped off continually since Q4 of last year. So unfortunately, I think everybody's just continued to wherever they thought the bottom was going to be, it's continued to, to drop a little bit farther. So they're having to keep retooling every month. We just, you know, we stay in constant communication with our clients and make sure we know good, bad or ugly what's going on and how we can help. And so sometimes it's more than just a warehouse line. Sometimes it's looking at other options for ways to work together where, whether it's, you know, we do MSR lines, we do note financing lines, we do a lot on the deposit sides, but, you know, clients, you know, come to us quite regularly and they want to know what they, what we're hearing from other people as well. Sometimes it just makes them feel better to know that they're not alone in what they're experiencing and how right. things are going sure. for them. And so when they can get a, a you know, a, a pulse of what's going on with other people and, and feeling like, okay, it's, it's not that bad. Everybody else is going through the same thing. They're seeing the same things that sometimes, sometimes helps a lot. Um, and so I, I sometimes just like to listen. And if there's things I can share that I've heard from others or that I hear from industry events or even just being on the board, um, it's always nice to, to share that information to help people feel like, you know, they, they have their finger on the pulse of what's going on too. Yeah. I mean, great um, example of just, you know, simple communications. I mean, you don't, what you don't know, you can't help fix. Right. And I think drawing on you know, your experience is not only board, but with the other clients. Yeah. Give them that peace of mind that you're, you're not the only ones. Here's some solutions. I can be a good business partner and, you know, we can all make it through these next, uh, several months, however yeah. long that'll be. We're all guessing at this point, right? Yeah, exactly. I know that, uh, in this market, a lot of companies are reporting that they're taking time to reanalyze their tech stack and look at technology solutions in their companies that they're using. Technology is such a critical component of lending right now. Um, 
and you know, you're part of our leadership when we launched, um, you know, mortgageinnovators.com. Can you share with our listeners, um, you know, about, you know, why that's an important resource or tool for the industry? Yeah, absolutely. I have been so, you know, it's funny in my world, I, I'm not in the day-to-day of what my clients are in. And so the mortgage innovators has been kind of fun for me because I see the technology that's out there that I wouldn't be directly involved in, given that, that I'm a lender at a bank. Um, and then talking to clients and hear them talking about all the different vendors, you know, they get hit from for everything. You know, there's so many different people that do so many different processes now. And so the one thing I think that has come out of Mortgage Innovators, it started as a, as a great conference for a way to people to connect with, with vendors and companies in person. But now we have this great website. And what I tell people all the time is it's a fabulous one-stop shop. Like you can go in and search for things, whether it's, you know, automation or, you know, whatever small, you know, challenge you have, or, or if it's just trying to look for structure, that that website is so amazing as far as a resource goes. And it's something that doesn't really exist, right? Short of talking to all the different vendor salespeople right. or coming to a conference, you know, it's hard to know what's out there and what what others are offering. And so I think our, our innovators website is something I recommend to people, you know, really pretty often just as a way to see what else is out there and see what other technology solutions there are to whatever is changing in the world and things they may not even be aware of exist that could be beneficial to them. There's so much technology in this industry. I mean, the years that I've run this association, I mean, we kind of fell off the technology bandwagon when we were kind of dealing with the financial crisis and then about 11 and 12 we started you know like scrambling like we need to have all these technology solutions and the last decade has just been this explosion of solutions that are out there so mortgageinnovators.com has been a a fun project i'm i'm super pleased with the uh you know with the results of it right now and and uh you're right we're always looking for ways to improve it so the search function has been something that's been um um quite positive turn for that event yeah you know, you are a mentor for our future leaders program that we offer uh, in conjunction with Pepperdine University. Great leadership development um, course throughout the year. And of course, those young professionals uh, attend most of our conferences, get a chance to interact with you guys as um, as board leaders. Um, interest, it would be interesting to me to hear, did you have a mentor in the industry that uh, that's kind of you know been instrumental in your career? You know, I did. I had a couple of them. I didn't realize at the time, you know, and this has been quite a while ago, we didn't really call them mentors. It wasn't, you know, now people talk about it and you know what it is. You can find people. Um, I was fortunate to find a couple of people in my career that just really kind of helped me figure out how I could find new opportunities, places I could, you know, learn from and, and really find out it was okay to, to raise your hand and say, look, I'd, I'd like to do something different. And I think I, you know, I bring these, these things to the table and I had a CFO that I worked for and I was sort of, you know, I'd done what I'd been doing for a year and a half and I felt like I was really successful at it, but I wanted to learn something new and I was terrified to, to tell him. And he's like, oh my God, this is great. We can, you know, I'd love to go have lunch. I'd love to talk to you more about it and find out what interests you. And it was just, it, for me, it was something I'd never experienced before. He's still a good friend of mine. I, he's not in the industry anymore, but we talk regularly. And so I think those people, you know, you find them in unusual places. Sometimes, you know, you, you match up with people um, intentionally, but sometimes you don't. And I think anytime you can find people that you connect with that, that can help you, it's great. And I love it. I love our mentor program. I actually 
um, at the bank here, we have, it's called the Women's Alliance, which I co-chair, which is a, a kind of a, a women's networking and mentoring. And we have a women in sales group here as well. And so I, I think mentoring is really important in connecting with people. I think it's a great way to, you know, help people grow and succeed in, in whatever role they, they decide they want to be in. And a great way for you to give back to the industry, right? I mean, it's like you can now, you know, somebody was kind enough to, you know, mentor you and kind of carry you along and you're, you know, start you off in your career. And now you have that opportunity to do that with, with other mortgage professionals. I love it. It's great. Actually, Sam, who works for you is, is my mentee this time. And so I was fortunate enough to be at the craft conference last week. And so I brought her along to a client dinner. And so I think you know, we, we can train people, we can tell people, but sometimes just having them tag along with us and interact and see how, see how it all kind of works out is, is a lot of fun. So it was, it was fortunate that um, that worked out and I was able to take her, take her out with me. And she's getting so much from you. I have to say, she's, uh, she's really impressed with that great. She's like, great choice on my part. Cause I let her pick out who she wanted. So <laughs> one <laughs> well, benefit from being working here. <laughs> And being in the program at the same time. I love it. I think it's a great program and I've yeah. really enjoyed the, the folks I've gotten to know and, and, uh, and mentor over the last couple of years. So of course, um, you know, you're a member of our leadership. You've been serving on our board of directors for several years now. Uh, what can you tell our listeners about the importance of supporting an organization like the California MBA? So I would say it has been extremely eye-opening to me. I've, I've been part of the MBA as a member for many, many years. Um, and had a little bit of insight. Obviously, I went to the conferences and I would get some of the communications. For me personally, I did not realize, you know, California is, is a big state and there's so much that happens on the, um, on the political side. And the fact that we only have John and Pat that are, that are really advocating on our behalf. And when I walked into my first board meeting and listened to them talk about the thousands of pieces of legislation that are being presented every year that they are getting through trying to figure out how it impacts our industry and then you know really this this group advocating on our behalf is sort of invaluable i realized like our membership dollars are the conferences are great and it's great to network and there's a lot of things we get but just you know fundamentally having the advocacy part of of california mortgage bankers is invaluable and i don't think people realize you know what a great value they're getting in that i mean unless everybody has their own attorneys and lobbyists that that spend all day um up on the hill going through that stuff i think it's um everybody should should really be thankful for for what you guys provide because it's um it's crazy to me too just you know now that i've gotten more involved and i do stuff on the mba advocacy side i mean it is it's crazy to me some of the pieces of legislation that that get put forth and and if not for john and pat you know we would all be in a very different place um in our jobs i think thank you for that yeah advocacy definitely remains the cornerstone of our association and and uh part of you know what we do for the industry that we're very proud of so thank you for for shining some light on that today i appreciate it and thank you for being a guest on connect we uh always love having uh, our leadership as part of our podcast. Well, thank you for having me. It's always great to see you and great to share and advocate on behalf of this great organization. I'm a, I'm a big fan and supporter. So thank great. you. Well, thank you. And thanks to all of you for joining us today. To access any of our Connect podcast episodes, you can follow us on our YouTube channel. We're also available on um, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. That's it for this week on Connect. And we'll see you